Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number three already. All right, uh, let's go down south, South Texas, and let's check in with Captain Blaine for our mood after it looks like another great day of dove hunting. Blaine, good morning. What's up? Hello, Mickey. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello, Dale. I'm, I'm walking to a little better now. All right. All right. Trying Just to find you a Wi-Fi hotspot. <laughs> All right. Are you reading me loud and clear? Yes. Well, I was. Well, we'll get to him here in a minute. How about now? Can you still hear me? Yeah, you're good. Right there. Okay. I did walk walk over to the other end of the trailer here. So, everything good. It's chilly down here this morning. Yeah, it is. It's nice, isn't it? Feels good. Yeah. For, finally, these air conditioners are turned off down here. We don't have to turn the... <laughs> cooling side on it won't be long before we got to put the heating side on i hope right yep beautiful 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 day yesterday we didn't get to see the eclipse down here very much because it's solid clouds all day yesterday till five o'clock yesterday afternoon but nice and cool cloud cover i guess that's yeah, we you know we got to see it just for a little bit. The clouds would lift just enough where we could see the eclipse just for a second or two, but we didn't get to see the thing like everybody else did. Right. Yeah. wasn't that big a deal for me, but it is for a lot of people. We had twenty people sitting outside waiting for the clouds to clear, and they never would. Well, but it's good. It's good. Good weather. We had that front come through and cooled everything off, and birds didn't go away. Thank goodness. A lot of times you get a front through here, and they all just go with the front. Well, those stayed. As of yesterday afternoon, they are all still here. Looks like y'all had another big-time shoot yesterday evening. Got to have 25 customers here. All 25 people got their limit. So, that's, that's awesome. That's a lot yeah. of doves. Yeah. It's, it's back to the – look like the afternoons are it. That's when they're moving. In the mornings, they didn't move yesterday morning. But yesterday afternoon, they just came alive. So worked out real well. Yeah, I've always liked afternoons better than mornings down there. For whatever reason, those doves just fly better that's just, in the afternoons that's and evenings. It. Down here, that's the way it is. So that works out real well for us. So everybody, everybody's happy. And, you know, we have a new company here. It's called Wood Forest Construction. And they're out of Crosby. And 
they did, somehow or another they found us. I'm glad they did, but they've been uh, hunting everywhere, and they like this place pretty good. They found them a place to stay for a while, it looks like. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I can't, a lot I of can't fun. argue with them over there. I kind of like it down there, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a lot of fun. We work hard at it. We're uh, it's fixing to get busy, though, here. We got uh, – See, two weeks from now, quail season opens, and then three weeks from now, deer season opens. So it's a busy time of year for us. We got a lot of stuff going on. Yes. And the quail yeah. and the dove will overlap that one weekend, so you get to shoot yep. both. Yeah, the 29th of October, they overlap, and that's always a big draw for people to come down where they can get doves and quail on the same weekend. Right. Um, I got my family coming down that weekend for the first time. They've never made a opening weekend quail season with me ever we've always been too busy and it just worked out where my daughter and her family were off that weekend where they could come so they're all going to come down and hunt doves and i'll ride them around a little bit and let them shoot some quail see how they like that my grandkids are getting this just perfect age right now where they can they're really into it you know they're my grandson's 13 and my granddaughter's yeah, Dalton, he he's a uh, he's a big time shotgunner anyway, doesn't he? Uh, yep, shoot on yep. some shooting team out there, Barber. Yeah, or yeah, something. Barber still shooting on the ski team. Yeah, yep, he's into it. Well, that's um, kind of in his bloodline, swinging the shotgun. All my kids, they either they either had yeah, they either had to uh, go hunting and fishing, or they didn't get to do things with me. So that was their choice. So they, every, all my kids turned out to be hunters and fishermen. Nothing wrong with that, brother. I don't know if that's good or bad. That. <laughs> well, well, yeah, Dalton, he's uh, well, they grow up fast, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah. He's a better shot than I am. I went and shot at a sporting clay event with him this summer, and uh, you know, I've I've never done it much. You know, I've done a little bit, but I've never been to a real sporting clay event and. He he whipped up on me pretty bad. I thought I was a good shot, but I'm yeah, not. Yeah, but throw some live meat out there flying around and see who's <laughs> going to win that deal. I know you. <laughs> Remember that time those guys invited us to a pigeon shoot and we took all that money? <laughs> they didn't ever invite us back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We showed up we with did. duck guns and all that, and they got all these big-time over-and-unders and all that, and they're laughing at us, and we're shooting A5s and, Boy, we had those old rusty shotguns of ours, our duck guns. And yeah, our duck guns. We $40,000 shotguns. <laughs> yeah, we pouring the coals to them, man. That was fun. Yeah, yeah it was a lot of fun. looked at us like, look, who are these hicks? <laughs> and hillbillies come to a pigeon shoot, and all those guys were dressed up and dead. Them. Oh, yeah, it was uh, quite well, a deal. They just didn't know how broke we were. We had to shoot to get our money back, man. <laughs> Well, yeah, we've had a good well, life. Yeah, we it's have. A, We're just it's a roller coaster ride. We got to do a lot of neat things, but a lot of fame with no fun. fortune. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just proud that things are on the upside in South Texas. We, the doves are up, the quail are up, and I guess the deer's the deer's horns look as good as they've ever looked down here. The rain hit just right. Everything's perfect. Well, Especially three weeks. Us. There'll be yep. there'll be stuff hitting the ground in three weeks, buddy. Oh, 
you sent me some pictures of some deer that people shot with bows this season already. Those are some big old deer people have got already. I'm telling you, man. You man. know, I was talking to Jimmy Lloyd about three weeks ago, and he said East Texas is going to be a banner year. Boy, I hope they don't have You know, him the and his family problem. hunt a lot in East Texas, and uh, there's some big deer being seen right now. Well, over the past 20 years, 30 years, things have changed in East Texas. Used to, if people saw horns and it was legal, they would shoot it. Now, a lot of people are letting those deer grow up. And East Texas is growing some great deer. There's just a, tons and tons of 150 to 160 class bucks up in them piney woods that people are getting now. Well, man, it pays grow. off. Let, let them grow. grow up. They get big, man. Yep. Same thing's really changed over here in the last 40 years for us when we first started deer hunting down here. If if people saw horns, they'd shoot it. And that was fine. And we're in the business for shooting deer. That's what we do. People pay us to come hunt deer and get them. But as as things progressed nowadays, there's a lot of people come down here and they'll sit there and, and wait for three or four days before they shoot to make sure, you know, get the oldest and maturest buck. You know, just look at them. So That's right. Thanks. Things have changed in Texas, especially. The whole yeah. mentality has changed. The only time I, I ever shot on the first day coming down to your place was that uh, year I came early with that cold front and uh, shot that big six-point on the first first hunt of the morning. <laughs> you know, refresh my memory. What what time of year? Was that in December or was that in Yeah, November? that was, I think, December 1st or 2nd. I think yeah, it was the second yeah. on Wayne and Sean's birthday. Yeah. And, uh, well, it was early, and y'all knew that a big cold front was coming, and it was, man. It got cold as in the 30s, yeah. which is very rare for down. And, uh, it uh first hunt, first rattle out of the box, man. It just, uh, well, it was 29 degrees that morning. It was cold. Oh, yeah. For South Texas, that's cold. There's a lot of times early in the season, just for instance, like opening weekend. Some opening weekends down here, it's in the 90s. And uh, it's just, and then what you get in the afternoons, it's 97 degrees and the deer don't move. And then the, in the morning, the next morning, it's so foggy, you can't see any deer. Right. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot down here in South Texas. Mother Nature is our enemy sometimes. I'm telling but, you, that fog is a killer. It's, uh, when you lose 50% of your hunts, these people have three or four days to hunt. And every morning it's so foggy, you can't see 50 yards. You sit there in the blind and you hear deer crunching corn and all that, but you can't see them. Can't and see them. by the time the fog lifts, the deer, they're already done because when it's hot down here, everything goes off right at daylight. That's when you can see, that's when the deer move. And it's just too hot in the afternoons that they wait till after dark before they start moving. So, you know, you lose 50% of your hunts if it's the wrong kind of temperatures. That's exactly right. What do you do? No we, like our whole life, we've made our living off Mother Nature. And the weather is besides everything that you and I do every day with fish and ducks and doves and quail and deer, every bit of it. It's all about yep. the weather. It sure and is. the moon. And the weather moon. and the moon. It makes a lot more difference than people imagine. Those uh, those scales that have uh, those things in those magazines that give a five-star day for fishing, that doesn't mean a thing to me. No, you, you know? throw that out the window. When the, I mean, <laughs> used to. You know, the fishing forecast, the whales fishing forecast or whatever it was. I mean, hey, you get all those blackfish days, it'd be the worst weather ever. You couldn't even get yeah. out. You know, you just. Doesn't mean a thing. I'm, I, it does mean something. Days, buddy. 
it does mean something. It's all about the moon and the sun and the tides and all that, but it's hard to, <laughs> if, exactly. when you go every day, you get all the bad ones and you get all the good ones. And that's what we've done our whole life. That's so, it. Yeah. And the, right. the good thing, good thing about us is you and I, we tend to forget about all those bad days and only remember the good ones. So that's, well, of course. That's a pretty good thing. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And we've had a lot more good ones than bad ones. That's a fact. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's all I can remember is the good ones, Mickey. That's all we had is good ones. That's, that's it. it. Well, <laughs> all right, Blaine. Yeah. Well, hey, if somebody wants to call you about coming down and, and bird hunting or, or deer hunting this winter, how they get a hold of you, bud? We do have plenty of room, and I could use some help down here. Give us a call at 713-703-6656. Good talking right, to you, Blaine. Mickey. I'll, I'll talk to you later on in the day. All right. Have a good day, buddy. See you. Thank y'all. Okay. See you. All right. That's Bye-bye. Captain Blaine Firemood down in Deep South Texas. All right. We're going to open the phone lines up. If you care to give us a call, we're around. We'd love to hear from you. 713-572-4610. And I need to take a moment to tell all the listeners out there about one of the hottest soft plastic baits I've chunked in years. That's the Miralure Little John. And what it is, it's a three and three quarter inch soft plastic twitch bait. It throws like a bullet into the wind or downwind. It doesn't matter. Attach it to a jig head, whether you're wading or fishing out of the boat. And the little John is lethal on speckled trout, redfish, and flounder. It just, it's a great bait. The little John's injected with a secret fish catching scent. It has a darting action. It makes it irresistible to game fish. And the little John is so tough and durable that one bait can last for days. I've caught dozens of trout on one particular bait. The Little John comes in 14 popular fish-catching colors, and all it does is produce results day in and day out. That's the Miralure Little John. You can look for them wherever tackle is sold. Remember, folks, nothing catches fish like Miralure. Go to Miralure.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents... Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, let's get to open lines. We do have plenty of lines available for the remainder of the show. If you care to call us, we'd love to hear from you. 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. All right, first up, Guitar Dave. Dave, good morning. Hey, Captain Mick. Yeah, man, uh, if if anybody wants to go down there to the South Texas Hilton Hotel, you would blame, man. I mean, it's VIP big time, man. I mean, wow. You know, I guarantee you will not be disappointed. And uh, it's 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 a it's a super great experience that you'll never forget, man. You know, and I've been there twice. And I <clears throat> excuse me, I I remember getting there, and then there was a bunch of these business dudes with starch ties getting on a bus leaving out <laughs> i'm like man you know they'd be good you know yeah they had a good time there hey uh let's see what i was going to tell you about uh oh uh you know fishing uh right now uh i mean it, it got really cool here I, I don't i don't know what exactly the degrees is here but i think coming up here uh, it's going to be a pretty good time well how long do we tell flounder season's over? November first. November first, yes, sir. Okay, thank you. Yeah, and uh, and I tell you, other than that, I ain't I ain't got a whole lot to talk about other than uh, you know just uh, a lot. Oh, a lot of people up here at the American Legion listening to y'all, you and everybody, and they really do enjoy the show, you know. And, and I mean, it's really cool to be able to put a smile on somebody's face and and. Uh, and I'm I'm just getting ready to get ready. I think uh, I'm still I got all my equipment together and everything, but I just got to right wait for the right day. I think I'm gonna go up to my brother's uh, PJ's uh, in New Waverly and get him. We'll, we'll probably do some noodling, jug line, you know, and that would be cool. And then uh, there's plenty of places. Around, well, there's only one place, two places that I know of up around there where we can get bait. But man, if you can get you. A, Get you a bag of uh, throw-down shrimp, you know, and go out there and put them on that jug line, and, um, you know, you'll, you'll get them. And then it's the coolest thing. I mean, I'll be sitting on the back of the boat uh, when my brother's driving and uh, with binoculars, and when I see them go down, man, <laughs> but you better hang on to your hat and drawers, man. We're heading over there. We're getting that catfish out of there, man. I mean, right. you know, hey, fishing is a lot, a lot of fun, and, hey, when you get the tug on the line, man, that's, I don't care really if I caught it or not. I mean, just uh, trying to get it in, and when you lose it right there at the end, uh, maybe you can't come up in the boat or whatever. Man, I mean, still, wow, what what an adrenaline rush, you know. So, man. Whew. Hey, that's uh, Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I was going to ask you about, uh, oh, 
you know, uh, when when these these dudes are going offshore all that way, how much gas do they have to have? Well, for the enough. boat. <laughs> I mean, well, I know that, but I'm just saying, it's, mean, uh, yeah, it it's probably on about, the size of the boat how much fuel capacity it has. Right, and then, but then, see, you got to, that's, oh, that's what it was heading for. Man, you know, y'all guys, you, the guys, y'all spend a lot of money on y'all stuff, man. And, I mean, y'all got big investments in there. And, uh, book a guide, man, because it's way better than going by the boat and having to go out there and, and, you know, and then do it all yourself. You just go out there and just fish with y'all, and y'all all all take care of it, man. And that's just like going hunting over there with Blaine, you know, uh, you get taken care of to the teeth. And, and y'all are a high-class group, let me tell you. that. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying, I know because I've been there with y'all. And, and yeah. it's, uh, y'all are very, very good people. And, you know, I trust y'all with my life. Let me put it that way. So, but anyway, well, Cap, that's my – that's, well, go ahead. No, I said thank you. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, well, uh. I got a little bit more pickup over here in the parking lot, and uh, it, man, it did get cold. I got I got my army uh, hat deal on that goes around. The, well, it's it's a, covers your ears and everything like oh, that too. Man, it ain't that it's cold a little cool morning, out it? here. <laughs> it's a little it's a little chilly out here. Let me tell you. But uh, I tell you what. But I got my dog Boom over here. He's protecting me from the evil forces out here. So I mean, you know, we we we're, we're getting along. All right, well, hey, Captain, I appreciate you, man. All right, I'm, Dave. I'm going to turn you on and listen. Yes, sir. All Thank right. you. Thank Later. you for, thanks for the time. Yes, sir. All right. All right, next up, Rick. Good morning. What's up? Good morning, Captain Mickey. What's I was happening? listening to you, Cap. Ah, cold. Um, well, it's 55, but I ain't dressed for it. Um, you and Captain Lynn were talking I'm just feeding off some of that, you know, talking about the shooting deer, dead deer, and another buck come on along and, you know, get tied up with him. Yeah. And uh, want to fight him. And years and years and years ago, um, a guy shot a deer on one of the places I had for sale, and I was taking him a, a, a winch, uh, a uh, receiver uh, mounted winch and um, so I was sitting there and I heard a couple of shots anyway this deer had he shot him and he took off running but I guess he just didn't see the fence he didn't even try to jump it and he just ran into it but he was hung up like he was standing up and uh, cut the long story short, another buck come along and saw him. And, I mean, he just went to work on this this dead deer. <laughs> and uh, he'd back off, you know, and, and, and he'd start walking off. And he'd kind of turn around and look. I'm getting this from my buddy. He's telling the story. And he said that, that buck would walk off, but he'd turn around and see that buck. look like he's still standing over there. Boy, he'd charge back over there. He kept. Man, man, this thing ain't never gonna go down. <laughs> <laughs> so he he wound up just having to shoot a couple of more times. I heard the first two. I did not hear the other two. And I uh, said he finally got him spoke and ran off. But 
you know, the other thing about you know, y'all were talking about East Texas. Um, historically, you know, I, I have represented lots of property owners in Texas, both east and central, west, south, whatever. And, you know, for as you know, for ever and ever, East Texas, there, there was no deer. I mean, it was, it was tough. And it's because the same thing y'all were talking about. If they had horns and eyes, they died, you know. Well, and, and mm-hmm. remember, it used to, it was legal to run them with dogs and, at night, and they were wiping them out doing that, too. Right. You, well, that may shoot them year-round. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I really meet. got turned <laughs> off to do it over there. Yeah, I can't meet year-round. And, um, but like he said, Lynn said, or whoever, no, Blaine or whoever said, um, <laughs> they have cleaned, them, cleaned themselves up. Uh, it's better management, uh, more quality owners of property is, is what's the driving force. That's what it is. Uh, locals just trying to abide by the law, and there's a lot more people now that will, will uh, they'll turn you. Yeah. Where back in the day, nah, your neighbor would never do that. That would be uh-huh. totally against the code. But the best deer I've seen over probably the last 10 years, you know, quite honestly, has come out of East Texas. By far. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, it's it's a change in, it's in the evolution of uh, where the deer are, the bigger deer are. And, of course, a lot of those bigger deer in East Texas, it's the genetics they brought in from South Texas. And, of course, that's played a big factor in it. And all these guys go over there, they build these high fences, and then they don't take care of them, and they didn't build them right. And they, you know, they got all these high-dollar uh, trophy deer, and they get out. And uh, so now they're just in the general population of, of the wild, so to speak. Anyway, I just wanted genetics. to comment on that. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's happening. Ain't no doubt about it. That is happening, and it'll keep doing that too. Sure, but uh, anyway, let them walk until uh, they get mature. Yeah, it's let just hard up. to go. It's just hard for me to go hunting when I have to listen to that wind whistling through them pine trees, and I can't <laughs> see but fifty, sixty yards. I can't stand that. I know. Anyway, it gets dark quicker, earlier stays darker longer. <laughs> That's why I like South Texas, uh, man. You can look down them senderes for a thousand yards and see all, any all kinds of movement. You know. Yeah, you can, you can see the whole world going by. Yeah, it's just a whole different world down there. Well, Captain Mickey, thank you for your time. You all have right, a good Rick. one. And, uh, I'll catch you next time. All right, we'll see you, bud. Take care. Thank you. All right, all right. Next up, we'll have Craig from G-Town and Jeff and Steve. You guys hang with me. I'll get you in the next segment, but it's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. 636 here in the Bayou City. All right. Craig and G-Town's up next. Craig, good morning. How are you, man? Hey, good morning, Mickey. What's up? Oh, man. Just enjoying this weather. It feels like fall out, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It feels really good, man. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Yeah. We, uh, Kitty and I went to our annual dove hunt with Crocker. And I tell you one thing, man. Like, well, you know, it's just lights out. It was so stupid. It, <clears throat> you couldn't keep your gun loaded. I mean, it was just ridiculous. <laughs> It's pretty good. You know, right it's just amazing how many doves there are. It's uh, They're just pouring out of sesame seed fields. Anyway, we limited out every every hunt and all happy. And uh, just a really comfortable shoot this time of year. So uh, we had a great time. Was the great weather time. nice up there? Yeah, it was. We had a couple of overcasted days, but uh, all in all, it was uh, generally just just beautiful. It really was. So uh, anyway, I'm uh, ready for some Astros today. Yeah, you and me uh, both. I wish it came on a little earlier, uh, seven o'clock. It's a little late in my book, but whatever. We'll see what happens. Well, at least we're getting. Uh... Some national time recognition instead of the three that o'clock games during the day. We'll have more people watching us. True. That's true. Yeah, it would be a good series. It will be good good baseball this time of year, man. Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> two Texas teams from the same division. How about that? Who would have ever mm-hmm. thought? Right. Everything good on your end? Yeah, everything's good in my world, buddy. <laughs> Good deal, man. As long as I can I got, crawl out of bed every day and make another one, I'm good to go, buddy. That's true. This sinus stuff is kicking my butt, man. It's uh, <clears throat> pretty oh, I know tough I had, on me. I've been having, you know, symptoms off and on for the last month, ever since I had that mm-hmm. other junk I had. Right. But uh, it's just the way it is, Texas. Maybe it's cool where yep. everybody will shape up or ship out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I'm curious to see uh, fishing's going to be turning on here pretty soon and get, uh, get it going on, man. Yeah, you get flounder boys different... better better get after it while you can. November 1st, they're going to pull the plug on you. Yeah. I'm, I ain't have it, man. I'm ready for some croaker. That's what I'm... Uh, I'm drooling over. I'm ready for them. Beautiful golden croaker. Um, they're so cool. 
Where do you catch those in, these days? Well, I usually hit the beachfront. Um, in fact, I went to the 61st Street Pier last year and murdered a man. It was, it was uh, just one after another, just one little hole and any size to people, them. Yeah, they were they were what you want. Um, people like they didn't know they're after them bull reds. I'm like, well, you can have the bull reds. <laughs> I'll just uh, keep uh, pecking on these uh, golden tasties. But uh, oh man. There's not a better fight on light tackle, so yeah, they're fun. Yeah, they are, and they're tasty. You know, we just we just don't get the run up in the bays like we used to. I guess they all have to get you know once they migrate out, they have to get piled up along the beachfront, you know to yeah, you know have. I used to get them real good. On. Well, plus you don't <laughs> have rollover pass anymore. You know that used to be a True. big croaker run area. I used to get them in Oyster Creek down there in the Surfside, Freeport. Uh, oh, man, I remember a couple of times just filling up ice chest full, one after awesome. another. Mm-hmm. Well, man, that's about all I got. Just to all right, buddy. Well, I'm in. glad you all had a good, fun time with Crocker up there. I miss old Crocker. Yeah. I, don't, I don't ever see him much anymore. Sue, but, uh, too, is uh, coming into her. Uh, she's a hunter, hunting dog. Oh, she's, yeah. Uh, She's doing it, man. She's doing it. Good girl. Awesome. That's my dog's my dog's girlfriend. So right. <laughs> <laughs> They're a pair. Well, cool. well, man, you take care, Mickey. All right, Craig. Good hearing from you, man. And uh, anyway, you take care, and we'll talk to you later. Get a croaker run going. Let me know. I'll keep you posted. Thanks, buddy. See you. All right. Take All care. right. That's Craig in G-Town. Next up is Jeff. Jeff, good morning. You're on the outdoor show. Hey, good morning, Cap. How you doing? Hey, what's up? So uh, let me ask you a question. Um, we were, I was just saying about this other day, we were catching catching a few fish on Conroe. <clears throat> and do you know the uh, the hybrid, isn't that a striper white bass cross? Yes. Was that, was that, is that man-made or is that nature-made? Well, I don't. I think it's uh, probably hatchery-made. You know, I don't, that, uh, yeah, I was wondering about that. If 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 A and M made that or if God made that? No, I don't think God made the hybrid, but T P and W did. You know, A and M. Yeah, or whoever. I was just, I was just curious about that and when when that happened. You know, I was just wondering. Um, you know, I never I, caught one. I've seen them. Next time I have Richard on next Thursday morning, I'll ask him that. And he'll know all the particulars. He's man. He's into them hybrids. He'll know when all. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I know Richard is a man. That's for sure. Whole nine yards. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, have a blessed weekend. We'll see you later. I love the weather. You got it, man. Keep all it right. here. Don't Got, let it leave. Me? All right, man. See you, Exactly. Dear. Bye-bye. All right. Okay, next up, let's go to Steve from the Galleria area. Steve, what's up, man? Hey, Mickey. Good to talk to you this morning. Um, yeah, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing wonderful. Um, I went up to rent those Corvettes, and I got off the airplane, and my ankle would barely turn. So I, uh, I begged off going back to see an orthopod um, tomorrow and see what the heck's going on. But uh, 
I've, I've been giggling this morning, listening to some of the comments. And, uh, <laughs> and this, this buddy of mine's granddaughter said to him, Hey, Grandpa, you know what's yellow and smells like uh, <clears throat> zebra? He said, No, what? He, he says, Lion vomit. <laughs> Lion vomit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, but I, I was laughing about uh, Guitar Dave talking about how much fuel it takes to run boats. And, oh, this is about eight or nine years ago. I had a, a 38-foot black fin, and I had basically two 300-gallon um, fuel tanks. Mm-hmm. And we ran out about 75 miles, and uh, this young fellow was on the boat. He was, oh, I guess about 28, 29. He said, I'll get the gas when we get in. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And diesel was running about five bucks a gallon at that point. And so... <clears throat> The 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 the, uh, the uh, dispenser or the fuel dispenser was reading about fourteen hundred dollars, and he looks at me and he says, "Is that about it?" And I said, "That tank, that tank, <laughs> for that tank." <laughs> and he goes, "Oh my gosh!" I said, "That was the port tank. We got the right one to go yet, the starboard." And he goes, uh, and luckily I had a fellow on, you know, the Huggins family and he said, I'll get it. But I mean, fuel is pretty expensive. Yeah, it is. It, uh, and when you run those big ones. Yeah. When you're running the big boy stuff, that's uh man, that'll bankrupt all, all us inshore guides. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. But anyway, and then I told you that I wrote you that note about the the leopard. Yeah, my gosh, Mickey! I, I wish you sent me the picture. <laughs> Do what? I wish you'd have sent me the picture. I like well, I, I will. I'll, I'll get a hold of those guys in South Africa and have them send it to me. You know, I saw um, a video one time where a leopard got a guy. You know, he shot it uh-huh. and uh, wounded it. And I forget which show I was watching. This was years ago, and that leopard got to him, and everybody yeah. standing in the line were shooting at it, and uh, it finally got him before another guy shot the leopard while it was on the guy. Uh-huh. And I remember him turning him over and ripping his shirt off, and he had big old puncture wounds in his chest. He didn't die, yeah. but, I mean, it grabbed his whole upper torso. Usually they go for the throat, but this one right. bit him right through his chest and his back. I mean, man, those things must be huge. Well, they're strong. I think they weigh about 140, 150 pounds, but it's all jaws and teeth. Yeah, their, and, their heads are just so, you know, well, you look at a live one and the head is just really huge compared to the body configuration, yeah. you know? God. Well, I mean, the way this, I, I wrote you that note, the way this looked, is like something had taken potatoes out of this guy's arms. He just kept biting him. And I was surprised he didn't go for the neck, like you said. And from everything I've read on them, mostly those leopards, what they like to do to human beings, leopards and, and uh, tigers are the only two that really like to eat humans. Lions will kill human beings. But they'll, they'll jump on you with their forward paws up on your shoulders 
grab you by the neck, and then gut you with their rear uh, paws. Right. Pull the pull those paws up and gut you. Wow. But uh, I'll get those. I get that fella. I'm on WhatsApp with him. I'll get him and send me the pictures, and I'll send them to you. Um, it's not gory. It's just just looks like something's been chewing on it, which is what's happening. So, man, that's anyway. jaws of death right there, buddy. Yeah, I you know, I I I just can't imagine how that would feel with that thing getting after you like that. But anyhow. Yeah, I've I've always been infatuated with uh African animals and just the continent itself. Every yeah. You know the well, I, you, you know the show off one of the offsprings of the you know, Yellowstone was like uh, you know, eighteen eighty three and nineteen twenty three and that's my favorite part of nineteen twenty three is when Spencer Dutton, you know, he's a protector in Africa. You know, mm-hmm. he's hired after he got out of World War One. That's what he, his job was over there. And uh, when that leopard attacked him head on in the movie, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, you know, I, I read, I read all of Ernest Hemingway's books, and he was a big African hunter. Yes, he was. And uh, he was quite some character. Um, you know, a lot of people think he committed suicide because he was crazy. It was pain. He'd been in a second small airplane crash. Right. And uh, he, he just couldn't take the pain anymore. So anyway, well, I'll get those pictures and I'll send them to you. And we are we are set up to hunt in, uh, of all places, south of France, seek a digger. I'm going in February. Well, I saw a big one out my way the other day. Oh, really? big dark one and and i couldn't believe how far the horns went up and back you know at Uh first when i saw it i thought it was a uh um you know a red stag yeah but uh it wasn't it kept coming down the fence line on the side of the road towards my house my wife and i are sitting out on the patio and i said man that thing's almost as big as a horse yeah and it was trying to get back in the high fence it had gotten out and it wanted back in, but it couldn't find its way back in. Was he all fuzzy? They looked fuzzy to me. He there. He had quite a bit of fur on him, and he was real dark. That's why uh-huh. I knew it wasn't a you know a red stag. I got my binoculars out and I said, "No, that's that's a big seca deer." Yeah. And because um, I've seen him in there before. You know, when they used to hang out by the highway in that corner where you'd see them, they had a feeder there, and you'd see the axis and and the red stags and, and the and the cicas, fallow, and, you know, all those exotics. But mm-hmm. some of them have gotten out, and uh, they definitely won't back in. It's just too much traffic. Sure. Well, you know what they're doing in New Zealand is they're bringing in, um, oh, elk from the United States and they're breeding them with, um, the big red stags over there to make them bigger. Huh? Yeah. I, I found that interesting in what, where I've hunted there in New Zealand. What's interesting is they'll take four or five of the biggest bucks with the biggest horns. Right. And they'll, they'll saw them off right at their head and they'll put them in an area about 5,000 acres with a bunch of, uh, 
does or cows mm-hmm. and they'll let those big ones breed with the um, cows so that they know that the, the fawns or the young ones are going to be the bigger ones to be the biggest ones i'll be i hadn't heard well, that that's yeah. cool that makes sense doesn't it yeah it does but anyhow that's well uh, i will i will get a hold of those <clears throat> fellows down south africa We're where was your last trip you went to africa right yeah, about a month ago. And what did you shoot? I shot the, the biggest thing I was looking for was a um, kudu, and I wanted one with sixty inches, and I could only get it up. Uh, the, the, the biggest one I shot was a fifty-four. Um, shot a red laceway, which are beautiful, beautiful animals. They've they've got them out there at some of the exotic ranges and um, hunt. Um, out in that area, but they all froze to death. I shot a, um, let's see, a red lace a, a, a black buck antelope. I mean, uh, not antelope, what am I saying? Um, the black impala. Impala. And, and, and yeah, and a, and a couple others. Uh, Inyala which are beautiful too. They have the big, um, yellow, uh, stockings on them. Ooh, and but they are uh, cool looking. A, a white flank Impala. But the best part of the whole story is uh, a couple of folks, maybe I told you this last, last time I talked, a couple of folks came in from Idaho and I said, what are you looking for? And he said, well, we're looking for a big kudu and a black Impala. Well, you know, behind the house, Behind the lodge, two black impalas were coming out every morning. They had a big feeder. And I was kind of done hunting, but I winked at the, one of the guys. I said, hey, I might as well shoot one while I'm here. And so anyway, he said, okay, let's don't tell anybody. I said, but I don't want to screw up your arms with these other folks. So he said, well, I got a 300 wind mag. I'll just put it underneath the bar in the lodge. And sure enough, they let, the other folks left. And this two big black impalas <laughs> came out. And I shot one of them. So that's how you got yours. <laughs> well, you left one for them. <laughs> yeah. I had a lemon beer, which is only 2% alcohol, and got that black impala. And this fellow had been telling, me, uh, telling us from Idaho or Iowa or where we was from. He said, yeah, I'm a, I'm a great shot. I'm, you know always in the bullseye and we were driving out of there going to the airport with it We've boom 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 and i said what the heck is going on to the guy and he says well oh dave he shot four times and finally got a texas heart shot on, on this kudu oh my goodness texas yeah. heart shot we all know where that's at <laughs> yeah. I learned that from a lady down in New Zealand. I'd never heard that uh, before. Yeah, Texas heart shot. Oh yeah. <laughs> he just won't so, turn for me. I gotta I gotta go straight up. <laughs> what a mess that makes. Oh yeah. I wouldn't be but, the one wanting to clean that deer. What a mess. No, no but I went six for six. I felt pretty good about that shooting. And uh heck yeah. But uh I really enjoy your show. I told you I've been listening to it since 92. Golly, that's a long time, brother. Well, 
a lot of time, a lot of stories. And, oh, uh, yeah. A lot of fun. Great outdoors. There's always something new. Story you well, haven't heard. Make yeah, more memories. Yes, I have heard before. That's it. We got plenty of that around here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Well, you right, have a great Steve. Sunday off. Hey, I mean, you, it's Sunday you and have, have a great a good week. one. You got I will. It, brother. I'll try. Later, okay. man. Take care. All right. Steve from the Galleria. He's, uh, he's made some hunts. Real quick, a real quick note. Uh, I was watching a TV show here, and they say uh, there's 5.6 million deer in Texas in the average year. We harvest about 430 to 500,000 of them, free-ranging deer. So that's a pretty good uh, conservative movement there. So, But anyway, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. But we'll be back Thursday morning, bright and early at 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.